Sometimes we feel that way. Not only the children of Israel, we have waited for God to a certain point, and when we thought it was too long, we acted. This us, this humans. Welcome to The Healing Touch with Bishop Ronald F. Kimball, presiding bishop of the Life Center Churches. You can find out more about Bishop Kimball and Life Center Church at www.thelifecenter.org. Now, here's Bishop Kimball with today's message. The time of testing. God, in his infinite wisdom, based upon where we are spiritually, emotionally, he tests us. When I hear that word test, uh, just something happens to me. Everything goes well until they say you have to take a test. Right off the bat, my mind, maybe not yours, shifts to the fact, suppose I don't pass it. I, I remember when I was taking the, the Greek class, and uh, it was during the summer. I wanted to go in and get it over with. So I took the shorter summer. Very, of course, you go to school every day during the summer, and it's much longer. So after about the second week, I found out I'm going to fail this. <laughs> you get one week to learn the alphabets because they consider you studying every day. And that second week, I know I was way behind. I didn't even know all the alphabets. I couldn't even pronounce them. So I went to Dr. Ma when I told him, I said, can I audit this class? Because I'm not going to pass. He said, well, what kind of work do you do? What, 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 what's your time like? I said, I'm a pastor. He said, nobody told you about the summer school? I said, no, sir. He said, summer school is for full-time students. Oh, you don't have time for summer school if you're a pastor. I said, no, I don't. So I had to order the clutch, which literally meant I went and got the information. I didn't have to pass no tests. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I got the information. I didn't have to take no tests. That's what we like. We don't want tests. Let me go through life without what? Yes. Well, how can we give you a degree just by lecturing you? You have to give me some kind of feedback, am I correct? We don't like tests. I'm going to read a few scriptures to you, then I'm going to tell you a little bit about it with the time that I have. Let's go to Deuteronomy first, the book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 8, just 8, 2, and 3. When the children of Israel came from Egypt, three months they were at Sinai. And God told Moses to come up and he talked to him there in the wilderness on top of Mount Sinai. And then God gave Moses some information there, the Ten Commandments, I think the 20 some chapter. Moses took it back down. Then God said, come back up the mountain and bring Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu with you. So they come up to the mountain. God said, let them wait over there, and you come on up a little higher with me. 
And I believe from chapter 27 all the way over to chapter 31, God was telling Moses how he wanted the tabernacle, the furnishings. Forty days he was on the mountaintop. The children of Israel, slaves, less than four months out of in freedom. And in chapter 32, I think the end of chapter 31, it says he was on the mountain 40 days, 40 days. In chapter 32, this long enough. Where is Moses? We don't even know where he may not even come back. You know, it never amazes me how humans know how to time God. I, I, can't, I can't get that. This has been long enough. Aaron, make us a God. We used to gods in Egypt. This God Moses brought us out here talking about we ain't heard from him, we ain't seen him. We don't even know where he is. We don't even know where Moses is. And here's Aaron, God of telling Moses how beautiful his breastplate ought to be and the clothing he's going to put on when he come in God's presence. God doing something for all those talkers down there. He's, he's just saying how, how blessed these people are. How beautiful Aaron going to make. And I have, have filled the holy air and the other brother there with the Holy Spirit. They know how to make all kind of artistic works. And I, I got this thing all, all planned. God is taking care of his business for people. You with me? He's taking care of the business for people. And they saying it's too long. Sometimes we feel that way. Not only the children of Israel, we have waited for God to a certain point, and when we thought it was too long, we acted. This us, this humans. In reading, I say, how do they know it's too long when he's up there taking care of them? Aaron made the Got the jury from him, the earrings and all the jury, and he made a God and fashioned it. The great high priest, God was going to make him the only man in the whole camp that could come behind the curtain. And he's down there listening to people who knew nothing about God. What do you do when God seemed to take too long? What do you do? We all do different things. What do you do when you think it's long enough? Don't tell me. You know what you do. I'm not waiting any longer. I got to do something by Friday. And I'm praying. That's enough. Let me go and do what I'm going to do. That's a natural human response. Because God isn't present to the human standpoint doesn't mean he's absent. You, you, you listen to me. Because you don't see him 
because you think it's too long, it doesn't mean he's absent. All the while they're talking, God is looking and listening. He's going on with his plan. But then he stops. They say, Moses, those children of yours down there have actually corrupted themselves. Go down there and get them. I tell you what I do, Moses. He said, why don't I just start all over again? That was Moses' test. Let me see what Moses is going to say. Let me wipe them out. And Moses said, Lord, you can't do that. You, you got promise out there. Your name is out there. You see how Moses is looking at it? I can't do this. God's name's on the line. I don't care how long it takes. There's certain things I have to wait on God for. So God says, let me destroy them. And I will make you a great nation. Moses say, Lord, no, no, no. Why, 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 why are you so angry? Why are you so angry? This is Moses talking to God. And how you think God felt when he saw Moses had his heart. Moses felt the way he felt. And that was a wonderful experience for him. And when Moses came down from the mountain and he saw what he saw, he was angry too. And Moses says, who's on the Lord's side? And the Levites came to Moses. Bingo. And God honored that because he says, I don't want the firstborn no more. I'll take the tribe of Levi. These are the only men could serve in that tabernacle. The only man who could carry a pig. The only man who could carry out the ashes. The only man who could serve at the tabernacle was the ones that were so bold and brave that when Moses asked, who's on the Lord's side, they let it be known to the whole camp, I'm with God. I'm with God. When you make that statement, that I'm going to wait on God. Well, let's go over to the right. No, I'm going to stay right here where he left me until he come and move me. Because whatever he's doing, he's doing it for my good. I don't have to see him. Whatever's taking him so long, I'm going to benefit just that much the more for waiting. We don't look at life that way. We don't, we don't look at life that way. We believe that song is now and never. <laughs> now and never. And it seems like God is so distant away. So much going on. People are here. People are there. Everybody got their own schedule. Everybody got their own timing. Oh, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. Where is God? Right there. Looking. They had this commercial thing used to come on. Girls going wild. God said, look at the church. Going wild. 
Everybody got their own way of doing things. Forget what I say. Everybody got their own style. Everybody got their own dress. Oh, let's dress like this. Let's look like that. Everybody got their own standards now. You don't even have to be saved to serve in the church. No Every, and God is saying, this is looking, this is looking. What's going on with my people? He ain't going nowhere. Because you don't see him, it doesn't mean he's not there. It was a test. It was a test. So listen to what he says. Now you turn me to Deuteronomy chapter 8. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. I'm going to read, read this. Are you with me today? Yeah. You're in a test right now. But hopefully you're not blinded to it. Like I said, I believe in the providence of God. I believe God is doing something in each one of our lives if we would sit still and let him work. I don't believe God left me to myself. I don't believe God left me to the times. I don't believe God dumped me in this economy and walked away. I'm secure. I believe God is doing something and I have to wait for it. I believe that. I believe that. I don't trust this and nobody, what's going to happen to the stock market? All this stuff, Donald Trump, and God still owns the heaven and earth. Because he ain't doing what you want him to do, that's a test. Everybody running, but those who know God, be still and know that I'm God. That's what God asked us to do. Oh no, we got to fix it. Listen to what the scripture says. Testing is not something we take in a positive way. It's not. This is why he brings testing. One of the reasons I want to point out today, probably the only one I have time with, he wants you to see who you really are. (laughs) He already knows. God wants you to see who you really are. And every so often, he'll put you through that test. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. If you'd like this message in its entirety, contact us by phone at 407-628-3229, extension 114, or visit our online store at www.thelifecenter.org.